we are. <laughs> so, we have a very interesting episode for today. Mm-hmm. For the lack of a better word. Yes. Yes. But I wanted to stay on par with our other episodes in keeping you in the dark. <laughs> Literally and figuratively, but yeah. that's okay. I mean, there's a lot of lights no, around us right yeah, now. right now. <laughs> right now, yeah. <laughs> Only for the camera. <laughs> so even though you generally think you know where this episode is going, which you're generally correct, mm-hmm. um, I wanted to talk about something real quick. I wanted to address something else entirely. Okay. Um, and I wanted to get your thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. So we had a commenter ask about, uh, they had watched our forgiveness episode. And they asked about, uh, I think their exact words were garnering uh, forgiveness, you know, getting forgiveness. What, And apparently we didn't touch on that at all, and which I found very interesting. Um, so I wanted to get your thoughts. I have some thoughts, but I don't want to uh, poison the well. On okay. Um, what your thoughts are about um, getting someone's forgiveness or, you know, even the concept of it or um, what it takes or just your general feelings. I mean, I think it's interesting that we didn't touch on that part. Yeah. Um, in my life experience, forgiveness is not something that th- th- there are not steps that you take to get it. It's it's you being humble and saying, I've screwed up mm-hmm. and I hope you forgive me. Right. And and that's about it. I mean... <laughs> You can maybe to make yourself feel better, send, you know, depends. You know, there are a thousand different right, <laughs> scenarios, yeah. but, you know, send flowers to somebody or, yeah. you know, volunteer to do something or, you know, drop a little special card in the mail. Um, you know, there are mm-hmm. little niceties that humans can do for one another that it's just just a little extra to let someone know that you are still interested in having some type of a a relationship with them. Mm -hmm. Um, But depending on what it is that happened and, you know, the other person may or may not forgive you. They may or may not be capable of it. Mm -hmm. And there really isn't too much that, you can do about that except for your own sanity realize you screwed up apologize Mm -hmm. and see where the where the chips fall and hopefully learn from the 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 situation what not to do in the future with someone else right so in summary you're feeling that really the only steps you can take is to acknowledge what you have done or haven't done, you know, whatever the issue is. Yes. Apologize. And in certain cases, there are potentially other things that you could do that foster goodwill. But right. it could be for your own good feeling or it could be for them or it could be both. But it's, it's right. there's obviously we're talking very – you can't get any more broad than this. And we're just saying forgiveness. I mean, there's a million right. things to forgive. but Right. Yeah. I think the key is to – Number one, acknowledge that you screwed up. Yeah. And that's really difficult as, mm-hmm. you know, that's like the foundation of our podcast, yeah. right? Being authentic and vulnerable. And, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, when you screw up, it's easier to tell yourself the story. Well, mm-hmm. this is why it ca- I, you know, this happened and that happened. And, and all that may be true. But yeah. ultimately, if it's a relationship and you've hurt someone or you've done something that is not right and and you really need to apologize yeah and uh and then hopefully the other person will forgive you and you may never have contact with that person again but it, but if the person can say i forgive you it's it's just freeing on so many levels mm-hmm. for you and for the other person yeah just acknowledging it Mm-hmm. Anything, 
whether it's about a forgiveness issue or a feeling within yourself, just understanding and acknowledging can work wonders and, and freeing you. I like that word. Freeing yes. is really what comes to mind. To me yes. Too. Yes. So you, your mm -hmm. mind isn't dwelling on it and, right. you know, beating yourself up. Why did, why did I, maybe I could have done this or da, da, da. I'm not going to say the should word. Uh, <laughs> working hard. Um, yeah. But anyway, that's, that's my opinion on mm -hmm. forgiveness. Yeah. Sorry, this thing is like back to my cord. I want to make sure it's not every time I nod, you know. Uh. Um, well, uh, so I'm glad I didn't poison the well. I okay. have a very similar feeling when I first saw the comments. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, you know, that is interesting. And I started realizing that I kind of felt like outside of acknowledging and apologizing, it's really actually creating more of a burden to the person that you're apologizing to. It's by needing their forgiveness you're actually like to me at least and mm -hmm. definitely i say a million times i could be wrong i have been wrong but it feels like i'm actually adding insult to injury almost by putting that burden on them please forgive me you know it's it, that's making it about me and so that feels kind of counter to what my words are saying i'm actually trying to do <laughs> uh -huh. i think that's why at least for me on my end why i didn't even think about how do you get someone's forgiveness because yeah I feel like that's making something worse almost yes acknowledge it yes apologize mm -hmm. but even like you said goodwill acts can be more for yourself mm -hmm. than for them you know and then yes. you're putting the onus on them to forgive you when they might not be ready or they might be feeling guilty you just to me it's uh, yeah counter to the end goal which mm -hmm. is to really apologize, right? And and it, and a lot depends on really the the situation. Yes, I mean, and is this person is, is it a family member? Mm -hmm. Is it a parent? You know, mm -hmm. I mean, there are. Do you have children, and that's their grandparent? And right. you know, how far do you carry things? Yeah. you know, there's so many different variables. That's mm -hmm. why it, without a, you know, a really specific yeah. situation, it, it's it's. Uh, difficult to give mm -hmm. you know a specific guide or yeah. you know yeah, right. step no. <laughs> here's how to forgive you know yeah. how to get forgiveness and five easy steps right a flow chart i'm yes, sure no. if we go to yeah. youtube there will be a oh, yeah, video yeah. out there on that yeah, yeah a yes no flow chart is it this severity is yes it, how, who does it impact yeah. yeah and i think almost it's more of at least my perspective on this is that the only person that can really forgive you is yourself. Like that's mm -hmm. only only thing you have any control over anyway. And you can say, yeah, these are the factors that led me to make that poor decision. And you can decide at the end of the day how you're going to, are you going to learn a lesson from it? Mm -hmm. Are you going to self-loathe? Are you going to just ignore it altogether and say it wasn't my fault? That's stupid. Mm -hmm. You know, at the end of the day, it's like whatever's going on inside of you is what's going to play its part the other person that you're apologizing to, they're having their own journey with it. They may mm -hmm. say they forgive you and they don't. They may say they forgive you and they don't want you to be a part of your life ever again. That's right. It's And so it's like almost two different journeys that are happening from the same incident simultaneously. But there's only so much I feel that you can do with the other person without it becoming a vicious cycle almost. Mm hmm and then you just kind of got to let it go. I know for myself, and I recognize that there are two factors here going on, that there are times where I'm like, I messed up so badly that I can't even, like, I just want to leave them alone. I don't even want to apologize. I don't want to take the oxygen out of the room around them. I don't even want to. It's like, yes, we both know I messed up. I'll stay out of your face, out of your life. <laughs> you know, like, let me not bother you ever again. Mm -hmm. But there is also simultaneously what's happening is such a deep well of shame and discomfort that it's like I'm also avoiding that part of it. Like, I don't know if not acknowledging it is am I doing it for myself and for them to not bother them and not to make myself more upset yeah. or is it? You know, it can be both. It doesn't oh, have to exist in a vacuum. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, it definitely can be both. Yeah. Ooh. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> so we don't really have any answers for you. We recommend looking up YouTube, maybe other videos. <laughs> the answer is not in the nook, unfortunately. <laughs> That's all we got for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, to just uh, start by apologizing. Yeah, and and let it and let it go. Acknowledge, apologize. And, yes, and, move and then forward. Yeah. and then uh, do what you need to do to move on mm-hmm. with your life. Yeah, and I think the worst thing you can do, and we've talked about this in toxic toxicity type situations, is it's one thing to not acknowledge it and just stay out of the person's life. It's another to not acknowledge it, not apologize, and act like nothing happened. Mm-hmm. that is like when it gets really scary and dangerous. Yeah. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We got to at least stay out of each other's lives if we're not going to acknowledge this. <laughs> but, the, oh, what are you talking about? That's when it's like, now you're really adding insult to injury. If you weren't yeah. before, you are now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Eesh. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. Agree. Because we both have seen that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's almost like gas gaslighting. Yep. Uh, you're, yeah, mm-hmm. without going into all that, but right. you know. <laughs> yeah, cut to all our other episodes. I'm sure you can <laughs> find pieces of it in there. <laughs> yeah, gaslighting was actually the term that was coming to mind in that by just not even acknowledging mm-hmm. the insult. Like, oh, geez, <laughs> that's the worst insult. So you mentioned this um, in this conversation. Um, about forgiveness and you were talking about what you feel what this podcast is about kind of totally switching gears here mm-hmm. um, in your mind you know we've talked about it like what this podcast is about we've talked about it from episode one you know it's something that we've referred to there's different arms of the core of it you know there's different yeah uh, paths mm-hmm. but they kind of all lead to a core concept could you I know I'm asking you on the spot here, but if you could summarize to yourself or to me what you feel this podcast is about or what we are trying to achieve, what that is. Uh, yeah, keep keeping it real, keeping it authentic and and uh, and being authentic is painful and it's mm-hmm. and and you are vulnerable and you it's much easier to keep truth hidden within your self Mm -hmm. your truth sometimes can be dark and scary and not accepted by society or not uh validated Mm -hmm. by people and so you know you can go through life pretending and i think everyone has done that every human at some point has just pretended to be something they're not either because of a religious training or a societal role. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, one thing that popped in my head is is like when we did uh, talked about pride and and being proud of yourself as, you know, being a a bad thing when I was growing up. That Mm -hmm. was something you were not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Now things have changed. Yeah. Um, but anyway, getting back to the, the heart of our podcast, you know, I I never know what you're going to ask me. <laughs> I sit here. It could be who knows, yeah. whatever topic, whatever subject. And um, and that's vulnerable for me. I'm being vulnerable sitting here, you know, putting my voice out there to whomever mm-hmm. in the universe and telling some personal stories or, you know, just trying to model what I believe is a, is a healthy way to, to, to spend your time here on, on, on earth school is yeah. <laughs> just be real. Yeah. Just be real. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that sentiment that, that it is scary. It is hard and to be vulnerable. And that, but that's the only way you can be real. I mean, that's kind of almost an interchangeable word there. Yeah. Um, vulnerability and being real. They're almost synonymous. Mm-hmm. Um, so without 
uh, beating around the bush any further. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for saying, for summarizing what you felt this is about. Yeah. Um, you and I had a discussion uh, about a week ago mm-hmm. where we decided we're going to end the podcast. Yes. And the decision uh, primarily came down to the fact that I realized the truth within myself mm-hmm. and that I was and am, let's be clear, this is a present situation that I have dealt with every day, including the moment you walked through the front door today. <laughs> uh, I am scared and, and nervous and uncomfortable. But uh, as we discussed last week, you know, we're all about walking our talk. And if this podcast is truly about demonstrating um, being real with yourself and being honest with yourself about your truth and being vulnerable and being courageous, then that's what I have to do, mm-hmm. even if that means ending unhooked in the nook. Right. And so that's what we decided. <laughs> um, I will say I have had up, you know, through and including that um, conversation and up till, I mean, today, this morning, I mean, I was on my walk uh, recording a video and talking about my my feelings and my discomfort and is this the right decision and you know walking myself through it all mm-hmm. um, but I think you know I, I really liked that when you summarized the podcast you said that we can hide the truth best in ourselves or, or something along those lines mm-hmm. and that is true I mean mm-hmm. you know you can lie to someone else better if you can lie to yourself because then it seems true to you, so you're not lying. You know that's that's, right. guy, that's how like really good liars do it is you convince yourself of it, mm-hmm. um, and so that's pretty scary when there's a truth inside of you because if no one knows it, then no one knows it. Mm-hmm. And I think kind of the the imagery that came to mind, and I'm going to make a Shrek reference here, which is totally unexpected on my part and probably your part, but uh, I imagine an onion. When you said that, because for me, what I've seen unhooked in the nook as is this stepping stone for me, appealing a part of of my truth that I was that it's hard to go from zero to 100. I mean, for anything like mm-hmm. that's you try to drive the car. That's not going to happen. Like, right. I think maybe in like Star Trek or Star Wars, they like can, you know, and they're hurtling at light speed or whatever. But. Outside of that, there is a increasing period or an unpeeling. There's stepping stones. There's mm-hmm. there's this movement through. And I think that in finding your own truth, I have found this to be true over and over again, where I it's too hard to see the truth init- the, the full truth. And so what happens is a peeling away one layer at a time of mm-hmm. what's going on. And it's kind of like um distilling down to the core of what it is Mm -hmm. and um and i say that all to to give encouragement to other people who are perhaps trying to find their truth or face their truth or whatever it might be or maybe they already know their truth and they're in denial about it whatever it might be that i think it's rare that you go from zero to 100 Mm -hmm. i think it is a practice a process that must happen um and so i thank you for giving me this opportunity to do this podcast of unhooked in the nook so that i could have time and courage to embrace what is in my heart my my biggest fear and my biggest passion which is making music um I have always prided myself in being a very practical person. And so I realized that that is part of the heartbreak that I'm feeling mm-hmm. is an identity mm-hmm. of being practical. Um, because I've seen other people pursue uh, film, music, and there's been a few, well, actually two that come to mind specifically, where I talked to them and I said, I think you're going to make it. There's something inside of my gut that says that. Mm-hmm. Anyone else that I've had any serious conversations with, I didn't say that because I didn't feel that I could be right Mm -hmm. I could be wrong I don't know but the point being that there is a high ratio of people who would like to make their financial security be 
music or film or entertainment in some form. Mm -hmm. But there's only a certain percentage that that actually happens to. Yes. Right. Right. Um, And so I realized that in the weeks since we spoke, I've been going through levels of kind of heartbreak and fear and discomfort, restlessness. Um, And there's been a lot of feelings in that. And I realized that one of the things that is happening, because there are multiple factors, is that I am rawly, openly throwing this last identity that I have held on to my whole life of being practical into the trash which is quite painful. I've thrown a lot away mm-hmm. that I took on in childhood. And now it's like the final <laughs> mask. <laughs> I hope. God, I really hope that that's the final mask. I'm kind of done with them. <laughs> um, and I don't know what will happen. But I also know, and this is a practical element, that if I don't try, I will die with regret that I didn't try. And that is a practical aspect of it. That I don't know that it's going to work. I'm being very vulnerable about, I got strategy. I have all of this going for me. I've been doing this and that, you know, all of Mm -hmm. the things I've been doing. Mm -hmm. There's no guarantees. But the one practical element that I can lean on is if I don't take this vulnerable, courageous step now that I've acknowledged it, now that I can't unlook, I can't unsee it, Mm -hmm. I, I can't live my life knowing I didn't try I'd rather fail yeah um, all that totally agree totally agree (laughs) and it is uncomfortable sure it's uncomfortable yeah Um, but you know like like we were talking about when you know you Mm. were telling me about your thoughts of um, really not having enough time in the day to to dedicate your time and energy to what's really your passion. Yeah. And I mean, these conversations that we have, I mean, we had them before we were recording them. I mean, (laughs) and we can have them after we stop recording. Right. It's, you know, so that Mm. you still will have this podcast. It's just that the world won't have it because anytime you want to talk or Mm -hmm. or run things by me or i want to share something with you Mm -hmm. we'll be there for each other and Mm -hmm. and that's a beautiful thing and you know if this was a more of a business kind of relationship and you know, then I get my last paycheck, and <laughs> we actually joke about that quietly quitting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I didn't give you a chance to quiet quit. I no, ripped the rug I out think from you quietly you. fired me. Yeah, uh, I'm quietly fired. Um, no, no, I say that in no, jest, yeah. but um, <laughs> yeah. See, we got to watch what we put out there yeah. in the universe. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, we made this happen. <laughs> uh, but. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, so we try, so you tried it and you created something beautiful and you put a lot of time and effort into it and that's always going to live on. Right. And and you've learned, you know, I've learned things about myself. I didn't even barely knew what a podcast was and <laughs> here I am doing one and 20 some episodes and right. you know, I mean it's all great. It's all good. This is really kind of what life is about. Yeah. Just, you know, what what lights your soul mm-hmm. on fire? Find that, right? And 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 do it, yeah. Because it's short. Life mm-hmm. is short. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. So you know, it wasn't even a question for me when you know you were saying you know about the time and mm-hmm. and and where your your energy you know where your focus want where you want to be. I'm like absolutely go for it. Yeah. You know, let's wrap it up and. Mm-hmm. See where your other talents take you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Which I have to say is very, I admire that in you. I knew before I even brought up the conversation with you that you were going to support, what you were doing was supporting me, that this, the decision wasn't based on an ego of your own. It was, you're my friend. 
that what decision makes the most sense for my friend. Right. Which is very admirable. And I'm very lucky. Like I I at least have found it's hard. Friends having friends is hard. Yeah. Finding good friends is hard. And so to know before I even got into a conversation with you that I knew that's where how you would calculate is it's an enormous gift. You can't buy that, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. You can foster it, but you can't buy it. And you find that by being authentic. <laughs> Vulnerable and Folks authentic. out there. <laughs> Just in case we haven't hammered home point. You find real <laughs> friends by yeah. showing them warts and all, by being mm-hmm. your true self. Yeah. Because you attract that vibration that you put out. You do. Yeah. You do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and it mm-hmm. is rare, and it's a beautiful thing when you find it. And it doesn't have to be someone your own age. Yeah. No, not at all. Because <laughs> I'm much younger than him. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Obviously, I'm much younger. <laughs> My beautiful hair. <laughs> um, yeah. I And... I think something I want to, it's kind of be kind of a rough how I want to bring this up, but it's kind of ringing through my head as you were speaking and being vulnerable and having the friendship and being authentic and putting out that vibration and all that, you know, and lighting up your soul. That really like was bringing this up in me. I will say, and I told you this before when we were having a conversation, that one of the reasons, you know, this was a podcast was a stepping stone. It helped me get out of a toxic um, work environment. Mm-hmm. It allowed me to pursue my dreams. But it, I think what it did was give me permission because it was accepted by society, right? More yes. so, right? Yes. Yeah. Sitting here talking about mm-hmm. emotions and feelings and it's being distributed and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Yes, very, yeah. very accepted by society. Um, and one of the things that you talk about is, you know, what either religion or your society or your parents' expectations. <laughs> I was like, parents, <laughs> which in all fairness, you know, I get it. I'm not, it's not even a, right. a hate fest. I get it. Right. Um, uh, but I think when you're able to be in community with other people, they give you permission to do the things that light you up, not the things that make you the most comfortable and i and 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 they're both necessary like Mm -hmm. this podcast helped stepstone me closer to pursuing my dreams closer to acknowledging my truth Mm -hmm. of what i truly wanted to pursue above all else that for years and years i mean literally at least a decade um so it's i think that's kind of where when you're able to be authentic, then you attract other people that are authentic and aligned with you. And when then you're in community with them, they give you permission without the expectations of society or parents or religion or whatever mm-hmm. expectations are on you. Similarly, kind of transitioning next step over. Um, one of the things that I really realized this week has been very rough for me in terms of kind of processing everything and some health issues that I was having, Mm -hmm. which are, I think, probably uh, (laughs) interlinked and Mm -hmm. not don't exist in a vacuum. But one of the things that I was thinking about was um, how someone how how someone else being lit up can be so inspiring. And and what I'm saying is that um, so for the music progression for mm-hmm. me, this has been something I've wanted to do for years. But then I uh, was, I'll say for the lack of a better word, introduced to someone who is extremely talented, a very talented, um, unknown um, artist. And to be able to support them as a broad producer that I was trying to stay in that role, I was trying a whole bunch of different ways. And eventually I got to the conclusion that I actually have to be doing the music aspect of it the only way i could avoid copyright issues i don't have the money to pay a bunch of lawyers to do that so it was this whole thing but at the end of the day it was them being so vibrantly lit up and engaged with their own truth and their own passion that it it inspired me to not quite let go and like no i want to support this i want to make this happen oh what are the chances that to make this happen i have to also accept and pursue my truth Mm -hmm. 
right? And so there's really not anything, a lesson in that, except that I think that if you can find community that you have trust in, then you can find what lights you up and you can look around at what lights other people up and you can allow that and to inspire you. And I think that's really important. I th my feeling is, and this is, I think, also at the heart of Unhooked in the Nook, is that we're all human. That's a society, our, I'm just going to say our society, our culture, has gotten so polarized. We've talked about that before. Mm -hmm. We go into our primal animal brains. We start labeling. The more afraid we are, the louder we scream. And if we can acknowledge our own humanity in ourselves and why someone would make the decisions that they're making that you completely can almost not wrap your head around. Mm -hmm. If you can start seeing the humanity in others, it's like we stop being islands that are so afraid, screaming in silos, trying to be something that's comfortable but doesn't light us up. You know, we can stop all that and really, you know, I don't want to be like kumbaya about this, but like literally hold hands yeah. and say, I support you. Yeah. I, your light is my light. It's not that light is a finite resource. Mm -hmm. It's actually, I see it more of like the process. I think I've seen demonstrations of this where people light each other's candles. Mm -hmm. It's not that it's either you're lit up or I'm lit up. It's actually the the opposite. If I light up, more likely you're going to light up. And the only way you're going to find your light is to step outside of that cage of fear. Very true. Which is what this is. It's like trying to <laughs> harness it and get it out there. And mm -hmm. let's see the humanity inside of each other instead of thinking that we're all aliens to each other. We're not aliens. That's very true. That's very true. And the uh, the energy, you know, the the energy frequencies and everything, mm -hmm. you know, I, I think technology is moving at warp speed, obviously. Yeah. And it will just be a matter of time before we really, as humans, we really understand mm -hmm. what we are feeling and talking about yeah. and trying to put into words. But mm -hmm. when we get, when humans get on the same frequency. Yeah. And that energy, it does, like, mm -hmm. miracle, fabulous things happen. Absolutely. And beautiful work is created. Work, not necessarily meaning work in the negative way, mm -hmm. art, music, mm -hmm. inspiring content, mm -hmm. inspiring, just inspiring your, your appealing to everyone's senses. Right. You know, it's not the mundane, okay, I spent eight hours here, you know, here's another, I'm a, like a cog in the machine. Right. And, and that's what, it's, you know, that's kind of where humanity's been for the, well, probably forever, but definitely right. in the last hundred years. It's, mm -hmm. you know, that was the ideal way of living. And, mm -hmm. and yeah, and as parents, you, you know, parents wanted that. They, want, they, they were taught that. They taught their kids that. Mm -hmm. And then their kids taught their kids that. Mm -hmm. And uh, and can you get by in living like that? Sure. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I did most of my life. Mm -hmm. uh, I've always been a little bit on the, like, a weirdo side. <laughs> I would always, you know, be attracted. Yeah. I would pick up on the energy of yeah. weird people. Yeah. And, um, and, and... <laughs> And I, I don't want to analyze myself here, but I think I know why. It's because, you know, when you're young and you're kind of out there and, and you're looking, say you're in a bar, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and there are the, all the eligible, right? you know, in my case, all the eligible guys, you know, oh, you know, there's the jock over there. He's attractive. And, you know, and there's the nerdy guy and he's kind of cool in his own way. But then there's the weirdo in the mm -hmm. corner and the weirdo is like doing something, you know, he's got like drawing on the, the placemat or whatever. He's yeah. doing something weird and he's got kind of a weird haircut, but yet there's some weird energy that you're attracted to. And, you know, and, and I swear I could tell you how many times my friends would say, please don't go over it. You, you, she's going to go, Terry's going to go over there with that weirdo. I know it. I know it. I can see it. I feel it. Yeah. And 
and that's been my mo mm-hmm. like i always like have this attraction now it doesn't mean i marry the weirdo right. or you know start yeah. a life with them however what it does mean is that the the vibration the frequency mm-hmm. it's out there and it's a real thing yes and when you meet people that you feel that vibration with mm. you owe it to yourself for selfish reasons to to talk to them and see what their story is and yeah. learn what the message is mm-hmm. uh, because there are enough of us living the the you know the cog in the machine life there right. are enough of us out there that are the you know the perfect guy to take home to meet mom and dad mm-hmm. there aren't enough of the weirdos yeah um, you know, but I, and once again, I feel like with technology and other things, communication the way it is, how things can go viral overnight, mm-hmm. it's giving the people that follow a different path, a different drum, it's giving them a chance now. Yeah. It doesn't, you don't have to do the nine to five thing mm-hmm. to, to have success, have financial success. Right. So yeah. um, I hope I didn't get too convoluted there, but no, I but I, I really, you know, the the it's the the energy. You you just need to be around people that have the similar mm-hmm. energy. Yeah, and those are the people that will support you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 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 other folks, you know, they're they're they want to support you. You know, parents, I want to support my own. You know, I want to support children. I want to mm-hmm. support friends mm-hmm. um but if you're on the same energy and you're a creative soul and there's another creative soul and you got you know together you're, you're you make your two little matches and then yeah. then it's a big fire right and that's a good thing yeah yeah no i i hear weirdo as authentic yeah weirdo in in my <laughs> um yeah in my vocabulary weirdo is like a beautiful thing well, asterisk on that, just in case you're wondering. Yes, weirdo is like a compliment. That that is like one of the highest forms of a compliment. If I call someone a weirdo, it's yeah. like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> you're close to my heart, you weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> just in case you hear that from Terry. <laughs> definition here. Yeah, I think with technology, you know, if we go back before, you know, mass communication. If you only have one or two people that are really being authentic or, you know, weird or whatever mm-hmm. word you want to use there uh, in a village, well, then, then they're the one or two. And hopefully they're not uncomfortable enough that they get burned at the stake. And they might be successful enough that they end up taking over the tribe because they're thinking outside the box. But the difference is now is with mass communication, all of those people can connect from different villages instantly and that's become its own village it's like you don't Mm -hmm. have to be constrained by the physical you know geographic whatever you know Mm -hmm. what i'm trying to say i do it's the the technology is allowing for this separate other living space Mm -hmm. and often it is found that it seems that in art things that are weird or whatever then end up becoming the trend and then everyone's all of a sudden about it but it takes that initial Right. Group of rooting on, rooting on, rooting on, and then all of a sudden it takes. And then all the villages are doing it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Well, in and and you know, in my life, uh, we're, we're we our family really enjoys the whole like Disney experience, mm, yeah. and I often um, think back when Walt Disney himself was a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, what if his mom would have said. Walter, stop drawing those stupid mice and yeah. get a real job. That, right. You know, you're, you know, it's a depression. You, you, you need to earn money. You can't be just spending your time drawing cartoons. And yeah. I mean, ju- I mean, just think. And and I mean, and maybe his mom did do that. I I really don't know his whole, you know, disclaimer. Yeah. I don't know his whole story. Yeah. I know bits of it, but I think um, he actually, I think there was a little bit of that going on. Yeah, but yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. but you know, it's it's like you need the dreamers in the world. Yeah. I mean, it that's mm. or Bill Gates, if his you know yeah. mom 
said, you know, you college dropout hanging in my garage with all these bits and pieces of computers and mm -hmm. you know that that you're not you know what kind of son i'm embarrassed to go to bingo friday night and tell yeah. everybody <laughs> oh what's your son doing well bill he's in the garage i don't know what he's doing he's doing weird things and you yeah. know whatever yeah you know when you look at people that really have transformed mm -hmm. society that they, they, they were the weirdos they were the ones who were listening to that inner voice and 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 the mm -hmm. fire inside of them saying you know what i have an idea i have a dream yeah. and i can I, I i need i owe it to myself to follow it yeah and and that's the thing about society i mean you can you can follow that dream and if for whatever reason the dream doesn't materialize into what you thought you're a better person for it because you've tried. Yes. And then it's you don't go through life feeling like, what if? What if? Sure. What if I would have? And yeah. you know, and live with regret. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do it. You, you come up with a good idea. You're somewhere on the I don't know, in the garden, and you see a bee buzz by, and you're like, oh, that bee. That reminds me. I, you know, I could do this virtual thing and. You know, and then that could do, take the, in case bees die, this could, could you know, pollinate flowers, whatever they, yeah. whatever it is. If you have an idea pop in your head, mm -hmm. go for it. Write yeah. it down. I mean, yeah. what have you got to lose, yeah. really? Yeah. Society's still going to be churning, you know, there's still <laughs> going to be, <laughs> still going to be jobs out there yeah. for, you know, so you can make money and, mm -hmm. and be fed and have a, have a, a roof over your head. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we need, we need the dreamers and we need the, the, the weirdos. Mm -hmm. We, we really do. Yeah. Well, this weirdo agrees. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. So is this weirdo. <laughs> we're in a weirdo silo right now. So <laughs> it's a little bit of an echo chamber, but we're okay with that. <laughs> um, so as a quick, I guess for the lack of a better word, a mm -hmm. quick plug. Yeah. Um, I want to mention, and I have kind of brought this up in the past. I've kind of vaguely alluded to it, but I do have the Real with Alex channel, mm -hmm. um, which is uh, me doing video diary check-ins. It's something, a practice I stumbled upon uh, about a year ago, actually now, a little bit over a year ago, um, and really found that just creating video diaries, there's so much information that, you know, your tone, your facial expressions, even the weather and mm -hmm. things. And you can convey so much more data in five minutes than you can write in journaling, right? I still journal too, you know, but um, because I think there's also something to be said about, for me at least, ink on a page that brings out a certain aspect. So I still do mm -hmm. both, but I, I have found that video journaling, you can spot patterns, you can convey data so much more quickly. Um, and I stumbled upon that. And then once, you know, as I was deciding to leave my standard nine to five to pursue my dreams, I decided to document it and just post those videos. And they're not just for myself. Um, and I did not see all of this happening when I decided to post them. But in some ways, that makes it that much more real uh, and mm -hmm. authentic that in pursuing my dreams, I realized that I was avoiding my truth because I was afraid of my dream. And you can actually watch me while I decide, oh, I this really great artist and the only way that I can do it and support them and make that work is if I hone in my skills mm -hmm. and put that time aside. And then here we are. I'm ending on Hooked in the Nook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Going all in. Um, so I will have that uh, link in the description of this podcast episode. Um, and. I will say, I told you this before we went on the air today, that I'm like, I don't even know if I'll keep that channel, but not for the same reason, but for the reason that it is so vulnerable. And I am so raw. This last week or two has been exceptionally uncomfortable and painful and confusing and all of the things, but I'm kind of refusing to shut it down out of fear. I, if I, if I want to shut it down because I don't have time, I don't think it's helpful or... Mm -hmm you know, whatever, that's different. And that's, you know, part that's of why right. Unhooked is being shut down, that's right? right? Mm -hmm. Totally 100%. But I'm like acknowledging I am afraid 
but it's because this is so vulnerably my truth. This is the truth. This is my dream. My identities are being stripped away before my very eyes, and I don't even have time to process it, and I'm putting it out there. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll see what happens. It's a mystery novel, as I say <laughs> often in that channel, <laughs> because it's been like, I think, well, I just posted 104 days since my last day at my nine to five. And that was when I posted that first episode was that mm -hmm. evening mm -hmm. after my going away party. Um, so all that to say, if you still want to hear my voice, Real yes. with Alex is out there um, and you can watch to see how this transition happened and what happens after we turn off this episode. Mm -hmm. You might find yourself in a Real with Alex episode if I grab your face real quick. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying, you weirdo. Because <laughs> like you said, we're still going to be here in the nook. The whole thing was, yeah, there's cameras and microphones, but that's the difference. Like, we're having very authentic conversations. Yes. So. I mean, we did this stuff before. Yeah. It was yeah. taped. Before it was popular. And yeah. yeah. And, you know, and, and uh, you know, I hope we can continue to do it afterwards. I mean, oh, for sure. you know, we'll we'll see. We'll see how everything. I hope we do. Well, but you know what I mean. Better be coming in. Look, I mean, of course I will. <laughs> okay. Of course I will. Yeah. However, I am realistic to know that you know when when everything starts taking off. Yeah. You are only going to have a certain amount of time. Yeah. And I'll be there watching your real with Alex videos because mm. I do. Like I said, I know it's weird when, when I'm like, oh, okay, so and then then you did this and you and you saw that person and you're like, what? What? I haven't even seen you. I'm like, no, but I watch your video. Yeah, it is a very so bizarre feeling. I, I, it's funny, yeah. but I feel like when I watch those every day that I've visited with you and yeah. I know what's going on and I'm like, okay, you mm -hmm. know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's especially interesting now knowing that you knew that I was like realizing that I needed to end on hook before I realized it. But then you can see the signs mm -hmm. like I because I do the transcripts and it's it is therapeutic for me. Like it yeah. truly is of like, oh, I'm seeing where I can. Oh, I mean, I understand it from a different perspective two weeks ahead, mm -hmm. two weeks in the future. I know. It's bizarre. Yeah, it is. It is it's it's very it's very bizarre. <laughs> so check it out before I pull it down. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> so the one last thing, this one thing I'll note because I think I'm going to add um I made a, a song. So the music production that I'm creating, uh, you know this, but for others, um I met a or I was introduced to, for lack of a better word, um, a rapper who just it's like unhooked in the milk, real talk, mm -hmm. um, really challenging, very creative, very vivid um, rapper who inspired me to then create beats. And that's what I've always wanted to do. And I always was like, I'm, you know, in like the standard sense, like, oh, I'm a nerd, there's, you know, and I just, you know crapped all over myself on that you know for years and i finally was like well the only way i can support him as a producer is to become a producer of the rap beats and so that's what i started doing um and you know i kind of regardless i have i have plans both with him and for music that he doesn't want to use i'm going to be selling and leasing that music um, but i showed you before we got on the air today a song that i made the night after we spoke and decided and unhooked. So we talked that afternoon. We decided all in one conversation. Um, somehow I ran into my Spanish teacher from high school right after, which was like, and they were like, oh, yeah, we have a podcast, but we're ending it. She found out first. Of all people, that was very interesting. That was just the universe, I think, winking at us. Um, but I made a song that night. And I think that I'm going to have it playing at some point throughout this episode, maybe beginning and I don't know which. But just so people are like, why is there music playing? That's yeah. why. And that's a, it, I literally called it Goodbye Unhooked because that was what I was trying to express. I was just feeling really sad that night and I needed to get it out. So in case you're wondering if there is music playing, if I didn't play it, it's because I'm too afraid. Sorry. <laughs> play it. It's lovely. Oh, thank and you. It really is. <laughs> and, you know. Yeah, I'll be very, I'll be philosophical, you know, for new things to start, things have to end. I mean, yeah. it, 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 it's the cycle. Yeah. yeah and, uh, 
you know, so we can acknowledge that it's sad and mm-hmm. and uh, heartfelt. Mm-hmm. But look at the future. Look at the right. possibilities that are going to grow out of these embers. You know, right. the beautiful new things. Yeah, it's just like the identities and in ending one identity, there does then open up for the next mm-hmm. identity. Right. The, right. The, it gives truer you space. Identity. Yeah. It's interesting you say the embers. I have a, a family member that um, has watched me go through a lot and, you know, rise above and rise above and kind of keep getting distilled. And obviously that's still happening as this whole episode is pretty much about. Um, but they gave me a necklace with a phoenix. And oh, it was love one of it. The, the most thoughtful gifts I've ever received. Yes. Um, so I maybe I'll incorporate that somehow into the thumbnail. I, yeah. I had an idea about it all, but... Uh, yeah. Kind of thinking about that. So. Yeah, that's excellent. Yeah. So I am sure, yep, we went way over. Oh, um, let's okay. See. Well, we're not too bad. We're at 42 minutes, give or take. So oh. that's not bad considering I knew this was going to be a lengthier one mm-hmm. and we answered a commenter's question Correct. before anything else. Um, so you know I'm not going to let you get away with it. <laughs> not even on the last episode. <laughs> I bet you were like, oh, snap. This has been such a long episode. I guess we have to end it here. Oh. No, no, Terry. I got to oh. torment you one last time. Can you please tell me <laughs> something that you love about yourself or you're grateful for about yourself? I love this is the last time I need to answer this question. <laughs> That doesn't answer the question, though, so you don't get to answer with that. I'm being real strict today. Oh, gosh. This is the last Mm. time I get to be in charge. Okay. All right. Mm. I love, I love that I'm a weirdo, and Mm. I really embrace that. Yeah. And I've been one my whole life, but Mm. I, quite honestly, you know, didn't want to admit it when I was younger and... You know, and then even though like close friends would say, oh, you're a weirdo. And I'm like, no, you know, but yeah, Yeah. I am. (laughs) Yeah, I am. And uh, it it makes life so much fuller and fun. And and anyway, if I were not a weirdo, I perhaps would not have met you. Mm -hmm. And um, and, you know, I mean, weirdo with such an endearing spirit so everywhere I, on that yeah I'm, I'm like super grateful that i have looked at life a little bit differently than than most people mm-hmm. and uh embrace my weirdness and continue to get stronger with that as i get older yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah and i love this this journey that i went on with you this this the podcast and Mm-hmm. And I and I really, really, truly look forward to like the next. You know what's next with you, right? <laughs> it's what, a mystery. Yeah, novel. <laughs> just gosh, yeah, beats and mm-hmm. rap music and all these beautiful things. Yes, bring it. Yeah. Yes. Fingers crossed. <laughs> but worst case scenario, I tried. And that's, that's right. That I can and hold that's on. All I you can hang do. everything onto that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. Well, it's funny you said we might have not met if you didn't embrace your weirdo. Because I was thinking as you said it, I was being brought right back to the first episode where what's the point of this podcast? And I said, it's kind of what you did from the moment I met with you, which was when we, were in a, we met in a work situation. And I felt like you gave permission to everyone around us, including myself, to be imperfect, to be vulnerable, to be weird to be authentic and it you know you can be that the reason weird can get a little blurry is that you can be weird can be interpreted as like uncomfortable and if you have malice in your soul and you're uncomfortable that's not that's not yeah a different kind of weird we don't want that kind of weird (laughs) right (laughs) but you're you know the clear intention of kindness and warmth and Mm -hmm. uh humanity that you bring with your authenticity your, your authentic weirdness. Um, yeah, I don't think that we, I mean, when we met, I don't think either of us thought we'd become super close friends and we'd have mm-hmm. a podcast and, you know, go through all the things that we've gone through together. But in being vulnerable, you gave me permission to be vulnerable. And it's a positive, vicious cycle, mm-hmm. I feel like, that's happened. And that to the point that I was like, hey, let's try to 
Spread it even louder. Let's get some microphones in here and record it and throw it out on YouTube. Sounds I'm good like, to me. like, what? Yeah. You say, huh? <laughs> what? what do I love about myself? <laughs> I hate that question. <laughs> um, so I am also genuinely, sincerely grateful for your authentic weirdness that you've, over the years, embraced your authenticity because it is truly, genuinely, and... Um, been documented that you have influenced me to also do that like that's a gift that has gone beyond you and spread to me and i try to spread to others by just dancing to my own beat no pun intended my own drum you know like literally I, yeah, dancing yeah, to yeah, your own beat yeah. i don't know if anyone else will but i am that's all that matters i'm in the nook like the uh what is it snoopy you know um but uh yeah so thank you and and thank you for agreeing to support me in my vision of trying to do this podcast and try hoping that other people maybe got something from this mm -hmm. i genuinely hope that people have and they got permission and thank you for answering the question one last time <laughs> i know that it was probably so painful and you thought you got away with it <laughs> oh okay now that's all right it, it's good i who knows i may try that practice every day uh, before I go to bed at night. What do I love about myself? Mm. I wouldn't hold your breath. Yeah, I'm not going to hold breath for that one. <laughs> not putting any money on that. <laughs> but you let me know if you do. I will. All right. I will. Um, I love about myself that I tried, that I did this podcast, mm -hmm. that I left a nine to five in an attempt to pursue my dreams and even if i wasn't yet brave enough to face the truth of what those dreams were um i have said many times including today that i think courage is a practice um and even this morning on my walk when i was videoing real with alex and doing my check-in and you know nervously reflecting on the fact that we were going to be filming this episode you know, I compared it to when uh, I realized I was trans and that um, it's funny to me that I realized I was trans and came out before <laughs> I faced this truth. It's very interesting. Um, but that they're similar and that they're identities and that once you mm -hmm. let the smoke out of the bottle, you can't put it back. And I think that has been my biggest fear is if I say out loud to people, I have not been formally trained and music theory. I can't carry a tune to save my life. I have, and I, this might be somewhat self-projection, have issues with holding rhythm with my body, you know, dancing and stuff. Um, to say out loud, yeah, I want to create music. I want to create music that really speaks to the soul and gives people goosebumps and allows other artists like this rapper friend of mine to pursue their dreams. Like, mm -hmm. I can't undo that, let alone if I have a channel in which I'm documenting it and I have a podcast in which I'm announcing it. Mm -hmm. But even take those two parts out of it, saying it to you was really hard. Mm -hmm. It looked really hard. And I trust you. I have a lot of, <laughs> you know, I feel very comfortable with you to be authentic. And yet I was, because I can't take that back. And then it's what identity am I losing? But I'm really glad that you talked about what do you have to gain? That yes. it, to close one door opens another door. It doesn't Absolutely. close. It doesn't end with the door closing. Mm -hmm. That's not where the story stops. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm really glad you said that because that's something I think I'm going to hold on to when I'm feeling those moments of great doubt. It's the story doesn't end with, and then I let the smoke out of the bottle. Cutscene, end scene. That's know? right. So that's right. Um, but I'm glad. I'm. I love about myself that when I feel fear, and I believe that the long-term goals or uh, uh, consequences could be good or good, and maybe the short-term, most times the short-term are painful. That nine times out of ten, I do it. I've talked about that in other episodes, mm -hmm. and I continue to do it to the point that I'm walking the talk into this last episode with you. Yep. I love that about you, too. <laughs> I do. And you'll be checking in on me. Seeing, <laughs> seeing you know it. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm grateful for. The support does make, like, 
I think when you're courageous, there are moments of doubts and it's still putting one foot in front of the other. And when you have a community that allows you when you're really feeling weak to nope, put that next foot in front of the other. Mm-hmm. And you have certainly done that over and over and over again for me. You're a good friend. You are too. Thank you. <sighs> Unhooked in the nook, out. <laughs> <laughs>